0: hello, hello. This is Jeannie Cisco Meth. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's an absolutely beautiful day here in Utah, Cedar Hills, Utah, where I'm recording this from. I want to share with you just a moment. So in my window, I have a crystal because I love rainbows. I love colors. <laughs> and so my husband bought me this just beautiful crystal that hangs in my window. So when the sun shines through, I have a rainbow room and it's just absolutely incredible. And this morning, I have a rainbow on my mic that I'm recording. And as you know, they say that the gold is at the end of the rainbow. And so I thought, wow, that's that's pretty cool. What, what we're sharing today, learning today, uh, and teaching others is absolutely the gold in our life. It's absolutely huh, right where we need to be. And so I appreciate you being here today. I want to thank you. I want to just pause for a moment and say thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this. Um, Positive, uplifting, it's good stuff. Good stuff. And I can say there's no swearing in it. (laughs) There was a time when I had a bit of a potty mouth and I learned how to stop swearing. So, so... I'm proud of myself. So it's safe for kids to listen to. It's safe for all ages. And and any it's it's good for anybody. I I was on my walk this morning and with my husband. My husband is now home full time. Thank you so much. Woo woo, so excited. And we were uh we we do about a 3 mile walk in the morning up to the mouth of the canyon and back or various other routes. And we were almost back home and in front of us there was a lady with a little kind of poodle dog. It was some poodle mix. And it was skipping. And I, I, was so cute. His back legs would skip. Actually, it was a she, um, the, the little puppy's back legs would skip. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this puppy is so happy. I'm, I'm loving this dog. He's awesome. And so as we got closer, I mentioned to the lady, I said, oh, I love your dog. He's so cute. She said, well, actually, she, she said, she said she had hip surgery. She has problems with her hips. That's why she has the funny gait. I said, it's not funny. It's awesome. It's positive. It's uplifting. It made me feel better. I love it. She's like, oh, thank you. And I thought it's all about perspective, right? She saw her dog as having a disability or a limitation. I saw her dog as being happy and skipping through life. (laughs) Exact same dog. Exact same situation. The difference was our perception. You see, nothing has meaning except the meaning you give it. Nothing has meaning except the meaning you give it. Now, our dog had back surgery. Now, I don't know if you were listening to my podcast at that time. I think it was about five years ago when she had back surgery and she was totally paralyzed, could not move at all from the waist down. Um, and you know, we're like, Oh my gosh, what happened? We took her into the vet. They said it would be like $5,000 to get her back fixed. And I'm like, well, we're responsible pet owners. So we will pay for that. And luckily we had the means to do that. Now there was a time in my life that I, there was no way I could have paid for that. No way. And now I'm blessed. I work hard. I follow the directions that the Lord gives me. And and I, I make things happen. I provide value for people. And so because of that, I get compensated very well. And so I had the money to pay for it. And we got her back fixed. And still to this day, five years later, she's still walking. She's 13 years old. She has a bit of a funny gait. I I don't know if you know what a pacer is or not. Uh, There's a breed of horse called a pacer, and they move both legs on the same side at the same time. So both legs on the left side are going forward, while both legs on the right side are going back and they move them together. That's a pacer. So our hound dog is a pacer. <laughs> when she takes a step, she takes a step with her left front leg and her right and, and her uh, rear left leg all at the same time. And so it's, it's really cute. And so we get comments every now and then about her weird gait. And I'm like, oh my goodness, no, my dog is an inspiration to me. Because when she got paralyzed, she didn't look at it at the end of the world. She just, we had to, we had to, to tie her, you know, keep her contained so she wouldn't continue to try to move until her back healed. Before her back surgery, uh, we, we had scheduled the back surgery. We were getting ready to take her in. Everybody was going around the house, getting things prepared. And she decides she didn't want to be in the living room anymore. So she drug herself all the way down the stairs into the basement. I was like, what, what? So we helped her back up the stairs into the car. We took her and got her surgery. Then we had to keep her in a kennel so that her back could heal properly. I want to ask you, what meaning are you giving your disability? What meaning are you giving your problems? Are you dramatizing them? Are you making them bigger than they are? When I was in elementary school, I was told that I would never finish school. I was too stupid. And they were right. I had so many learning disabilities, so many strikes against me. School was hard, so hard. I fought and struggled and, and eked out a grade. And I looked at others. For example, my brother. I don't think I ever saw him do homework, and he had straight A's. And I remember being jealous and I remember the meaning that I gave to that was he was better than me and I was less than that wasn't true I look back on that now and I know that was not true we all have equal value as souls as human beings we are all equal there is no better than someone else. So everyone is equal in our value as a human being. It is in the monetary value, the financial value, the the positive uplifting, the service value where people fall short. You see, money is reciprocal. Money is Shows how you are showing up in the world. Now there are bad people that have a lot of money and there are good people that don't have very much money. Money enhances who you are on the inside. Money flows to you according to your belief in yourself. Money flows to you according to the belief in yourself belief in your product, belief in your mission. You see, all of us have talents. All of us have the innate ability to do something very special. Now, not everybody knows what theirs is. Luckily, mine is teaching, mentoring, coaching. My son has the perfect basketball body. He is six foot nine. And when he was younger, he played basketball, and he enjoyed it to a certain degree. But then he didn't. He didn't really like basketball. His talent was not in basketball. His passion was not in basketball. He's an incredibly athletic young man. But everybody looked at him and saw a basketball player. But in his heart, he wasn't. He is not a basketball player. He's an actor. He's an actor. And he loves cosplay. And when he talks about cosplay, when he is creating another costume for cosplay, he lights up. That is his passion. That is his talent. I don't know what he's going to do with it. I, I have no idea. I think he's going to go pretty far with it, though. I don't know what your talent is. I don't know what you were brought to this earth to deliver to the rest of us. And I know it's needed, whatever it is. I also know that it's very likely that you have a bully between your ears that is stopping you. Because you're looking at something that is off a little bit. Maybe you had a hip surgery and you walk a little bit funny. Maybe you're paralyzed from the waist down. Maybe you're six foot nine and don't like to play basketball. Maybe, maybe you were told you were too stupid. You got an F in English and then you wrote two best-selling books. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I know that people look at you and judge you because that's what we do as humans. I did that yesterday. I was in the gym with my husband. We were working out. And there was a trainer that was a little bit heavy. He had a bit of a gut on him. And my first judgment was, why would you hire a trainer who was overweight? And I was like, whoa, 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 Jeannie, whoa, stop. We don't judge people here. That's below the line. That's below my standard. I do not judge people. I am sorry. I sent mental love and acceptance to that guy and I forgave myself and I sent love and acceptance to myself and I started asking myself a different question and I said, I would hire him. What's the story behind where he's at right now? What has he overcome? What if he just lost a hundred pounds? What if he just got, got a, Recovered from having an injury where he couldn't work out as much as he used to. What's the story behind the thing that I'm looking at? The thing that I'm focusing on? What's the story? What's the story behind your critical eye that you are turning in on yourself? That is creating that negative voice inside your head. Where did that story come from? Yesterday, I went to lunch with my daughter. Every Thursday afternoon, my daughter and I go to lunch. It's a standing lunch appointment, one of my absolute favorite appointments during the week. And I love the fact that I get to go to lunch with her. And yes, most times (laughs) they turn into mentoring sessions because I'm a mentor, I'm a teacher, I'm a coach, I'm a mom, and that's what I do. And she made a comment and I said, okay, you can, you can have that perspective if you want. It was a negative comment. I said, you can have that perspective if you want, but what if you chose a different story? And she's like, mom. And I said, oh, okay. Are you, are you open? Because I've learned to ask my kids, are you open to a new perspective? Are, are you ready for some mentoring? Would you like would you like a different view? You know, Because living with a mentor can sometimes be a pain in the ass because you're constantly getting mentored. And you know what? Sometimes you just want to wallow. Sometimes you just want to wallow. You want to justify, you want to blame, you want to complain because that's human nature. I constantly invite myself and others to step up. I have mentors because I get stuck and blame, and complain as well. I don't ever want that to happen. Not long term. Just like yesterday when I caught myself and I stopped myself and I said, hey, we don't do that here. We do different. So ask yourself, what's the story? So I asked my daughter, what's the story? And I knew, I know most of her story because she's lived with me most of her life. Now her father and I divorced when she was pretty young. So I don't know all of her story because there were times when she was at her dad's house and not with me. And I don't always know what happened there. And so I asked her, where did that belief come from? Because she mentioned that she is not as valuable as I am. And I said, whoa, negative, negative, negative where did that belief come from? And she's like, oh, and I, the roll of the eyes. (laughs) And I said, okay, are you open? And she says, okay, mom. And I said, where did that belief come from? What evidence are you using to support that belief? And she said, well, when I was younger, someone told me that I was a mistake. She told me who it was, but I'm not going to share that with you. And I said, how old were you? And she said, probably about five years old. I said, wow, that must have hurt. That must have hurt really bad. I said, here you are, almost 31 years old, and it still hurts, doesn't it? And she said, yeah, it does. And tears were welling up in her eyes. I said, what else, honey? And she went on to... Name a few other things. You see, I was a single parent and I dated a gentleman for a while that I didn't know was saying things to her that were not nice. Were not nice. He told her that she was a waste of space. He told her that she got in the way. He told her that she was ugly. Now, thank goodness that relationship didn't last very long. And I saw what was going on and I ended it immediately. Those words stayed with her. Clear up until yesterday. Now they're still there. They're still there. You have had things said to you. You have made mistakes. You have said things that aren't very nice to others. How do I know? You're human. You've made judgments. You've blamed You've complained. You've justified. Why? Because you're human. You've also had things that you've created. You've also achieved things that you have driven for, that you've worked hard for. You've also said nice things. You've also uplifted and helped and served people. How do I know? Because you're human. You see, we all have a good side, and a dark side. We all go to the light and sometimes we fall into the darkness. We have both in us. The question is, what do you choose more of? Human nature is to see the negative. It's part of our survival instinct. We see the negative, the bad, so that we can react and run away or freeze so we're not seen or Fight. It's part of our instinct. We as humans have a higher functioning brain than animals. And so we are able to choose and act instead of just reacting. So when somebody says something negative to me, I'm able to remind myself, oh yeah, hurt people hurt people. And this person just said something very hurtful to me. What that means is they're hurting. How can I help? How can I be of service? And so when somebody says something negative to me, I say, thanks for sharing. How can I help? And they look so funny at me. And I'm like, I know that hurt people hurt people. And I know that I can help you because you're hurting that's the only reason you lashed out at me. Now, some of them deny. Some of them say, yeah, can you help? You see, we have forgotten how to ask for help. Well, most of us have, not Not all of us. But some of us have forgotten how to help or ask for help. Let me explain what I mean between the difference. When somebody asks you for help, and, and, and I think this is the reason why we don't ask for help. I'm I'm not sure. I haven't totally studied it. So if you've had a different experience, please let me know. I believe that the reason we don't ask for help is because at one time in our life, somebody asked us for help and we felt obligated to help. Because we were out of integrity with ourselves. I have a rule in my life that says, I only help if I want to. Now you may be saying, well, that's selfish. No, it's not. If I begrudgingly help someone, it's a negative for both of us because they feel like a burden and I feel like they owe me something. So it's a negative for both of us. If I have integrity with myself and somebody asks me, hey, can you help me Friday afternoon at three? And I look at my schedule and I'm already booked and I'm not able to move those appointments. Then I say, wow, you know, I I would love to help you. I'm already booked at three o'clock on Friday. How about 10 on Thursday? And so I give them an alternate time. And sometimes they're grateful for that. And sometimes they get pissed off and they get angry and they, f- because they feel entitled to that help. They feel like, well, if I ask, I should receive. Well, it doesn't always work that way. The harvest is irrefutable if you do the work. I can't ask somebody. To help me lose twenty pounds, I have to do the work. I can't hire somebody to help me to to cause me to lose weight. Now I can hire a personal trainer and they can help me, but I have to do the work. I can't plant a watermelon seed today and be eating watermelon tomorrow. No, first of all, I have the idea of what I want to plant. Well, I want to plant watermelon. And so I go outside and I find the perfect spot to plant watermelon because I find out, does it need full sun? Does it need some shade? What kind of soil does it need? So first of all, I do some research and find out what my new little watermelon seed needs. And then I prepare the soil. I pull out all the weeds, I get out all the rocks, I make sure the alkalinity and pH are perfect, if it needs more sand or if it needs more soil, and I get it all ready. Then I plant the seed at the perfect time of year. If I plant it too early, it'll freeze and die. If I plant it too late, it won't have time to grow and mature before harvest time. So I pick the perfect time and then I plant my seed. And then every day, I water it, I pull the weeds out, I speak nice, kind words to it, and I anticipate the harvest. If I do that, I will be eating watermelon, guaranteed. Guaranteed. That is how I am able to help my clients reach the goals that they set. Because I help them prepare the soil. Do the research, plant the seeds, and then take the action every day to make it happen. So my friend, what goal do you have? What do you want to make happen? What are you looking to create in your life? I can help you. I have a couple of openings in my personal mentoring schedule. I also have a few group mentoring openings. I've also added a mastermind. I would love to invite you at whatever level, whatever level you're at. We have a program to help at every single price point. If you're a Walmart shopper, guess what? I got a program for you. If you're a Nordstrom shopper, guess what? I got a program for you. If you're a Neiman Marcus shopper, I got a program for you. I have all programs for people. The question is, what program are you looking for? You see, so many people in today's day and age are in Walmart looking for Nordstrom quality. You will not find Nordstrom quality clothes at Walmart. Now, you may find some Nordstrom clothes at a secondhand store. They won't be new, more than likely, they won't be new. They'll be discounted, and it will take you quite a bit of time to find that. Or you can walk into Nordstrom's and purchase what you want. If you want more money in your life, I can help you do that. If you want more joy in your life, I can help you do that. If you want a deeper, more connected, more meaningful relationship, I can help you do that. If you want to lose weight, I can help you do that. Why? Because I've done those things myself. I've walked the road. I've traveled that path. Now I have traveled it behind others. I have mentors. I have coaches that help me. And then I help others. And we continue that cycle. And as more and more of us walk that path, it gets easier and easier to walk. The problem is, is that people are so busy looking for a bargain that they forget they're worth full price. You, my friend, are a divine, radiant goddess. You, my friend, are a strong, connected God. You are a child of the Most High God. It's time you started living life as such. It's time you started picking a higher goal and started striving, striving for it, driving for it. I was a driver's ed teacher for a lot of years and now I help people drive their mind you must discipline the body so that it is a vehicle for your soul. People, many people nowadays, I'm not going to say all people, many people nowadays want a quick fix, a pill they can take, something and so that they can just pay some money and get the immediate results. It does not happen that way, my friend. You must prepare the soil, plant the seed, tend it, Take care of it. Make sure you plant it at the proper time. Then you get the harvest. It's not the other way around. I'm not here to, to give you false hope. I'm here to tell you how it is. I'm here to show you how it is right now, the facts. Nothing but the facts. We're going to look at whatever problem you currently see yourself in. We're going to see the facts, not the drama. And then we're going to see it better than it is. And then we're going to create a plan to close the gap between where you are and where you want to be. That's what I do for people. That's how I help them. Now, I have a lot of free content out there that you can go, that you can listen to, and you can do it yourself. Or you can hire me directly and you can shorten that learning curve. My husband and I used to rehab properties. That was one of the businesses that we did. And so we would rehab the property. Now we always hired out the drywall part of it because I didn't want to go through the learning curve of the drywall. I didn't do it enough. It was difficult. And so we hired that part out. If we had tried to do it ourselves, it would have extended the rehab part for a long period of time. Whereas we could hire somebody, pay them some money, they would come in and in a few days have it all done. That's what I'm offering you. The fast track to the life you have always wanted. I'm going to help you tame the bully between your ears. I'm going to help you take daily action towards the attainment Of whatever goal it is you set, as long as it's legal, moral, and ethical. These principles work no matter what your goal is. I only work with legal, moral, and ethical people. That is my standard. And I do not waver from it. So if you have something that you've been wanting to do, if you have something that you just, you just have got to make it happen now, contact me. I can help you. Or you can do it yourself and just continue to plod along and fall off course and get lost. I invite you to contact me today so that we can prepare the soil so that within a short period of time, you can start living the life you've always wanted. You can start traveling if that's something that you want to do. You can start start you know fixing up your house, having a deeper, meaningful relationship, whatever it may be i don't I don't know what it is, but I know that if I can go from driving a pinto to a Porsche, if I can go from making two dollars and twelve hour twelve cents an hour to $697 an hour. I can help you do the same. My mentor makes $1,250 an hour because I want to go where he is. Now, if I just said that number and it freaked you out and you're, you're all scared, it's okay. I have programs for every price range. We can fit you in the budget. I just need to know what your budget is. So contact me. Let me help you. Let me help you tame the bully between your ears so you can live the life you want. Stop blaming, complaining, and justifying. Aren't you sick and tired of being sick and tired? I know I was. I know I had to make a change. And so I took action. The first step you need to take is define what you want. What do you want to create? Get a really clear picture. Get out a piece of paper and either draw it, if you're an artist, or write it out, if you're like me and you don't know how to draw. My daughter draws, I don't. So get out a piece of paper and create your dream on paper. Get it out of your mind and onto paper. Then look at it every single day. And ask yourself, what action can I take today to make this a reality? That will get you started. Get a piece of paper, write out your wants, your desires, and then ask, what can I do today to make this happen? And start taking the action, take massive action. You see, so many times I'll ask people, what do you want? And their answer is, I don't know, in varying tones and tonalities. However, if you don't know what you want, you're never going to get it. Because remember I told you your body is the vehicle for your mind, for your soul? And so if your mind doesn't know what it wants, your body surely can't go get it. So you need to clarify. You need to take time and say, what is it that I want? I wanted an incredible connected relationship because I had been divorced twice. I had a child from each marriage and I never, ever wanted that to happen again. Never. And so I learned how to have a good marriage. I learned and asked myself, what do I need and what do I want? And I wrote it all out. I figured it out. And then I asked myself, what can I do today to become the person that someone like that would be attracted to? I've been married for 17 and a half years and people ask us all the time, are you guys on your honeymoon? Nah, man, we're just in love. Have been, will be forever because we know what it takes to have a deep connected, lasting relationship. It takes work. It takes commitment. It takes dedication. It takes time. All of those things are part of taking care of the soil so that I can reap the harvest of a good marriage. Too many people meet the love of their life and then go about forgetting that. They go from looking at all the good things that the person does to all the negative. You see, whatever you focus on, you get. Whatever you focus on, you get. What are you focusing on? Are you focusing on all the negative? Are you focusing on what you have or what you don't have? Are you focusing on what you can control or what you can't control? Are you living in the past the present, or the future. Those are three questions that I got from Tony Robbins years ago. And answering those questions and bringing it into my life and living it has made all the difference in the world. All the difference in the world. People don't need more education. There's tons of education out there. YouTube. There's videos. There's recordings. There's podcasts. Tons of information out there. There's books. The problem is, is that people are not applying the knowledge. They want a quick fix. And it's not possible. It's not possible. I'm here to help you do the work. I'm here to help you put in the time. I'm here to help you pull the weeds. I'm here to help. Contact me. This is Jeannie Sisko meth saying thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for joining me today. Go out and make it a good one. Thanks. Bye for now.